Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello and welcome to Recharge Wrestling. We are here to plug you in to the world of professional wrestling. I'm Keeney and I'm joined uh, by Fisher today hello guys uh yeah no crusty today unfortunately he's busy but we really wanted to get a pod out for the royal rumble don't know whether you can see me or not because my camera i've having camera issues again there's a still image of me on the screen frozen i don't know if that's going to come up or it's just not going to be me but just be keeny but yeah let's hope uh, so yeah but then don't have to focus on me too much but uh yeah as, as Fish mentioned there, we're going to run through the royal rumble uh from saturday night uh yeah and just go through top to bottom of the card Give our thoughts and, like I say, probably a bit of a bit of mania chat in there as well. Just yeah, absolutely. Just as, as, as we go through, um, but the start of the show, I mean, probably a surprise that we kicked off with the men's Royal Rumble as the first match. Yeah, and I, I do think that kind of not gave away the winner, but made it a bit more maybe obvious. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was fairly obvious anyway. There wasn't anyone else built up to no. win. Um, no. I mean, well, actually, let's just say before the match even started, we had uh, Pat McAfee come down. Oh, yeah, that was a uh, nice surprise. That was probably commentary. the biggest surprise of the Rumble, to be honest. Yeah, lovely. And I, I mean, um, I, I hope that's him back full time. Um, I don't know if this was just a one-off for the Rumble or what What this, you know, whether Wade Barrett continues on SmackDown or, you know, whatever they do. Because I think they've moved away from the three-man boobs. So, there would need to be some reshuffling if yeah. Pat is back full time. Yeah, it'd be and interesting if, to see where they go. Yeah, and, and, and if he is, it makes sense to put him with Cole, given their uh, chemistry. Oh, yeah, they have just... their chemistry is unmatched at the moment. So I'd say that would be a no-brainer if uh, they if he's back full time. But I, I don't know what his, the deal is. They've not heard anything since. So No. Um, and then the rumble itself. I mean, if yeah. you haven't already listened, go and check out uh, Fisher's, like... Uh, where he he did his version of the Rumble on YouTube because it's interesting to see the differences and there are probably some things you got right, Fisher. Some things you yeah. Well, mine, mine wasn't off. a predicted Rumble in terms of like or how would oh sorry yeah how would you it, would mine was it? more was like how would how I would it was like a fantasy booking really so um the the, the similarity that we did have was we started off with a number one and number two who have like history to yeah. sort of go on because um, I predicted there would be oh well, my thing I had Seth and Cody as one and two but um, here we had Gunter and Sheamus as one and two which was equally as cool um, really 
good start to the rumble i thought we won't go through all 30 entrances obviously but we'll um we'll, no, but we'll get to any really of note i think i think we should definitely <laughs> pick out a few people and one definitely worth picking out is gunter who yeah absolutely i was surprised to be number one i've i really thought he'd be like in the final five entrants probably final 10 at least i i, I really thought he'd be kept towards the end but what a showing from gunter here breaking the record for yeah time that's, in that's the a first thing to sort of say yeah um and just complete like just unbelievable like i i'm so happy that he is getting this spotlight and being pushed the way he's being pushed he just looks dominant and he lasted to the final two yeah. um and we'll get to it kind of a bit later on but the the last two competitors lasted a fair while yeah the they had end. basically a one-on-one match at the end which was yeah cool. and i wonder whether you know in hindsight whether that was actually to try and make sure gunter did get the record they just kept them going for a while uh, yeah towards the end but yeah brilliant like I say seamus coming out um number two uh let's like say to, to be honest this wasn't a rumble with too many shocks most no. of the participants actually all of the participants are contracted wwe yeah, there wasn't any real like ma- massive surprises in there, which I've seen people criticise, and that's fair enough. Um, I do think they could have done with one or two surprises. But what I will say, and the best, I've I've watched another review earlier actually, and the best sort of booking, the way of booking this rumble, and I agree with it completely. Was it was competent? It like mm. everything made sense. All the storylines that were involved, apart from one one thing, I think that didn't make sense. We'll get to that. Um, but like, you know, the Lashley Lesnar stuff, the winner, everything that we thought, thought was going to happen was there. There was no like stuff just for the sake of it, really, which is good. But I think the only thing missing was maybe we could have had a couple less main roster s- stars on there and had either some NXT people or legends just to make it just to mix it up a little bit and get some, you know, fresh faces in there. But other than that, I thought it was really and the same with the women's although women's had a a couple more big surprises. Um, but the men's yeah. in particular didn't have too much. But um, yeah, I just thought it was a really well-booked match overall. Um, and talking of Gunter while we're on his su- the subject, not only did he last the whole match, but he was so impressive in like the moves that he took. He had a, he had, his back was like bleeding. He was covered. He, he, he took a lot. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, because Liv Morgan lasted the whole match in a women's match, but you barely saw her for like half yeah. of it. Whereas here... You saw Gunter constantly uh, in this match, and he had showdowns with Lesnar, Sheamus, Drew. Obviously, he eliminated Sheamus and Drew at the same time. Mm. Um, others, other big guys as well that you kind of want to see him against. So I thought it was an incredible showing for him. The only slight criticism I have of him being in the last two is the fact it was obviously wasn't going to win because he's the Intercontinental Champion, and I, I mentioned to you when we were watching it. Yeah, that I thought that's the only reason I wouldn't have had him in the last two because you're not going to have the mid card champion challenge for Roman at the at WrestleMania. But other than that, perfect. Yeah, I I think a lot of that though is down to WWE's lack of building anyone else up than Cody. Like they could have had Gunter come out on SmackDown and say, if I win the Rumble, I'm gonna, you know, give up my IC title, you know, I'm willing to give yeah. it up to, to be champ. Like they there could have been stuff like that. And then also you think, okay, Gunter's a contender now and then Brock and Lashley say stuff, but no one other than like the Miz, I think, said something on SmackDown about winning it, which is obviously not. Yeah, obviously MVP said that Moss was going to win, but we all, obviously we knew that wasn't going to happen. Yeah, but I, I just think they didn't build anyone else up. 
anyone else credible? No, I think the only thing they could have done is maybe had Cody and Rollins because obviously they're the yeah. history between well, even... them and, and Rollins winning is believable. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, like without even having to say anything. Um, but you know that's me nitpicking, really. Yeah, but this was a rumble where we had a lot of uh, big guys early on. So Brock came out number twelve. Yeah, and um, actually thirteen straight after. Yeah, and which... both of them lasting uh, not long at all. I think Brock was in there for about two and a half minutes. Yeah, um, Lashley did last seven minutes. Um, yeah, but and he got but Brock got three and eight uh, eliminations in that time. Lashley only got one, which was obviously Lesnar. So yeah. Um, and then Lashley was eliminated actually by Seth Rollins. So Rollins got a big elimination there. Yeah. He had the spot with Corbin on the outside. Uh, he came in after La- uh, Lesnar and Lashley waited on the outside because he didn't want to face them. And then uh, yeah, Lesnar destroyed. destroyed him. Um, so that was, um, that was interesting. Um, we had early on in the Rumbles as well. So we had Drew at number nine. He lasted a long time, a lot, obviously tagging a lot with Sheamus. We had both members of the New Day in quite early um, and they had their like fun spots. Kofi, obviously, we've got to talk about the botch. Yeah, um, second year in a row. Unfortunate. I, I don't necessarily think it was Kofi's fault, but he did get launched off that rope and I think the chair was in the wrong place. I don't know because Woods had just been eliminated, hadn't he? I don't know yeah. if Woods was supposed to set the chair up. Cody was supposed to fall into the chair and I don't, I don't know if the chair was misplaced or he was thrown out too hard. One of those two things happened, I think. I think it's potentially both. I think Woods didn't set the chair up properly and I think he was just thrown too hard to yeah. the point where it was impossible to to get a grip and, and stay standing. Although we, we have seen that spot before of landing on the chair and then being wheeled back to the ring. Mm. I'm sure Kofi's done that with Xavier Woods holding the chair before. Maybe something similar, yeah. I mean, um, who, know, who knows what they had planned? You know, maybe there's something else other than that planned. But yeah, it wasn't a particularly um, unique spot. And I think, I, I genuinely think now is the time to just give up on these spots now. I, I, I just think... Yeah, or give them to someone else and if they've got any new ideas. But like... Yeah, it has to be something really spectacular now because we've seen it from John Morrison and I think we mentioned Casey Catanzaro, I think did one last year yeah. in the women. So like, yeah. it's, it's and obviously Kofi's done it seven, multiple five, times, five, six, seven mm. times in the past. So it's not new and like, actually, um, Naomi's uh, done yeah, a few Naomi, as well. Yeah, I was just thinking she yeah. walked on her hands uh, one, one year. Yeah. So it has to be something spectacular and to me, being thrown onto a chair and it isn't that spectacular. Um, but... No, I would rather have seen him do an easier spot that was more funny. Like we mentioned Johnny Gargano perhaps getting saved by Dexter Loomis coming out of the ring or something like that. Like they did with Otis yeah. and Mandy that time. Yeah. Um, that that would have been okay. Like something like that. Because that's easy to do. Um, and it won't, you know, it's not going to go wrong. Um, but we didn't get that. Johnny Gargano did last quite a long time. He had a decent showing in the Rumble. Yeah, he say. did. Especially when Brock came in and cleared the ring. Uh, he cleared yeah. all of the small guys or, you know, smaller guys. Yeah. Uh, he was and left in the ring at one point with like Lesnar, Lashley, uh, Drew, Drew, Sheamus, and like someone else big. I yeah. think it was Seth actually. Um, like, yeah. So it was a good showing for for Johnny from that respect. Then that was sort of the first half of the Rumble, really. Um, yeah. Then we didn't get Rey Mysterio. So actually, only twenty nine. So this was the thing I was saying, the only the logic Rumble. hole where they kind of didn't do anything was this. Um, so I thought they either would explain why Ray wasn't in it in terms of like he got attacked backstage by Judgment Day or Dominic or Karrion Cross 
or they would have someone come out at the end after all 30 people and be like, hang on, there's an extra entrant because Raiden entered. That's what we were kind of expecting, weren't we, when we were watching it? Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, the implication is Dominic attacked him because he came out with his mask, and that that does make sense. It's just weird yeah. to, not, to not show anything like that was was odd. You could just easily have had, just shown a clip backstage of Ray led under some pipes or whatever with no mask covering his face and then Dominic walking off with the mask and so, so apparently the reason behind this angle was done was because Ray actually got injured on Smackdown in the match against Karrion Cross on the Friday okay um, so he wasn't actually even there apparently um, so that's why they didn't do anything but I still think they should have done a replacement maybe <laughs> I don't think putting Sami Zayn in the Rumble would have been a good idea because I think they would have hijacked the crowd with a hijack it but yeah. I think you could have you made could have Roman solo. solo enter yeah. the Rumble or something like that um, yeah. right at the end. Comes in number 31 <laughs> um, to replace Ray. Um, but yeah, they didn't do anything. And I did think that was one little misstep in this Rumble. Um, or you could have got a legend to fill it or an NXT call up or something like that. Just to add an extra surprise element to it. But that was my only criticism in this, basically this whole Rumble. Yeah, no, I think that's fair enough. Um this then kind of led to a bit of Judgment Day domination for a period where yeah. Priest and Bala both entered and them three between them were kind of cleaning up a, a, a lot in there. Um, also got Booker T at 21. That was the one that legend. That was a cool, like, yeah, legend. But obviously he's from Texas so and he's yep. contracted to the company. So it was an easy, an easy surprise to do, but it was still, a, that was like the one fun surprise they had. Um, but yeah, that domination period for Judgment Day, you had Otis come in and do a caterpillar spot. Other than that, you didn't really have a lot around there. Street profits like didn't last very long, things like that. But um, it was, well, that was uh, Dawkins actually was towards the start. He got eliminated by Brock, and then Montez came out at twenty three, completely separate from Dawkins, and didn't do much either. No, so there are two spots where I think if you're going to have the profits in there, you've got to have them close to each other. And have it mean something, but yeah, they, they, they just completely felt them. complete that, filler that spots. Um, where you, there you could have had an NXT call up, or you could have had just something to make a bit. Even I'm not even those two, you know, because they're both really good and they've had really good, you know, singles. Years, oh, absolutely, like, you yeah. know, But they they should have it should have meant something, and they, they, and there wasn't too many entrants in this run, which we did, which didn't mean anything. Everyone got a spot, got a moment. But I think both profits. I think you could have done them early. If you'd have done them both early, you could have put them in a spot with the New Day or something like that. And you could have a little like fun tag team bit. Yeah. Um, if you're going to put them in there, that's that would have been like how I would have used them. Something like that, maybe. Yeah. To me, this feels like they don't know what they're doing with the profits at the moment because they, they just right. felt like a real alpha. I think they want them on TV they, because they like them, but they also don't have any storylines for but them. They've, so got nothing, just, they've got nothing yeah. for them at the moment, have they? Because we mentioned the Judgment Day's um, domination. That was then until number 24 came out yeah. and Edge. Uh, yeah, so making this is sort his, of a, the next big storyline bit. Yeah, his, his, his annual return at a Rumble, he does. Yeah. Um, comes in... Uh, Straight after Judgment Day, eliminates Priest and Bala, not mm, Dominic, but not Dom. Interesting, not yeah. Dom, who stayed in. Um, and then I think it got to the point where Edge was on the apron and um, got pulled off by Bala and Priest um, to then lead to a brawl. So he was eliminated by people already out, but we've seen that yeah. before. Um, and then this had led to a brawl up the ramp and um, Rhea Ripley yeah, Rhea, coming out, Rhea attacking Edge and. 
Beth Phoenix. And then at this point, we turn to each other and we say, well, this means I don't think Rhea's going to win the Rumble now because this is her mania setup. They're setting up. They, they've teased Beth and Rhea and they showed videos earlier in the night or yeah. maybe late, maybe later in that. Actually, it must have been. Because Interestingly, it didn't play into the Rumble at all, did it? Yeah, but they, they showed like, you know, uh, them att- like basically you know doing the concerto to beth and it kind of made sense that's where they were going maybe a mixed tag or just do beth and well Rhea. i think we're getting that now at elimination chamber that's yeah that's yeah. in montreal obviously edge being canadian i think that'll be the match there before we get something at mania yeah probably and also beth was in her ring gear so for her not her not to appear <laughs> later on was a surprise i i thought mm. she was like a a, a shoe in for the rumble and i thought she would stop Rhea winning or maybe you know Rhea could have still won and eliminated Beth or whatever. But yeah, for, for this just to be a kind of a one-off thing <coughs> and not be played out later on was a bit of a surprise. Yeah, it was, um, a bit, it was a bit weird that they didn't do anything else with it, but it was still a cool spot. Yeah, then we got the giant centre, um, Strowman Omos. Uh, yeah, uh, Austin Theory as well in between that. Um, yeah, Theory. But he didn't do a lot in this Rumble, did he? He was in there for, he, he was he was in the there for a while. Four, I think. Oh, maybe he was actually, yeah. You can do the final four. Um, and then we got 28 Ricochet. And, you know, at the time I'm thinking, this is a weird late entry for Ricochet, for someone who has no chance of winning. Mm. But then we got maybe the spot of the night, probably oh, spot, of, spot the of the rumble. We got Logan was, yeah. Paul out at 29, which I think we, we're okay with that because he's been proven to be really good. Uh, they have this spot on the apron diving into each other in the middle of the ring. The sound was ridiculous. Yeah, it was, just this, it was an awesome spectacular. Spot. That spectacular. was definitely the best bit of... There wasn't too many, like, flying cool spots in this Rumble. So that was one of them. Obviously, they, they attempted one with the Kofi thing, which went wrong. And there was some other cool wrestling spots, but there was nothing like that. Um, that was unique. It was really good. And, uh, yeah, there were right people to, to get to do it, I guess. And then, obviously, we knew who 30 was going to be. Because he'd been announced yeah. and it was Cody, so um, I do think maybe they should brought him in a little bit earlier and left thirty as a surprise. But yeah, although Cody has since said that he, again, I don't actually believe what he's saying, but he no, said I... that he wasn't cleared to compete until the morning of the Rumble. Yeah, I don't believe that. But they've been because... thinking about returning for a few weeks now. That is, that can't be true. Um, maybe like, yeah, I, I, I just don't believe that. So I'm thinking, but because he was thirty, that means he can't have been cleared to do like a proper because i think again you, you predicted him number one or two i would have predicted him right near the start yeah um, but the, what didn't make sense though is they then did like a so everyone gets eliminated after everyone gets eliminated this is skipping ahead a little bit but mm. he does like a 10 minute one-on-one match with gunter so and take some if he takes some, any, sl- uh, some chops to the chest as well yeah so if it was a fact of you know injury worry then there's no reason there's, they wouldn't have done that so i don't think that's that's true either but yeah skipping ahead a little bit there because we got obviously some a big elimination setting up i think a potential mania feud between logan paul and seth rollins um yeah logan eliminated seth. seth that's huge logan in the last three was he uh yes because i think they they said the final four and they forgot that logan paul what yeah. they they didn't mention him on purpose um yeah, I'm just trying to think who the final four was now. I think it was. It was um, Theory, Logan Paul, Rhodes, and Gunter. Was that right? No, Roll- Rollins or- was. It wasn't Theory. It was Rollins. 
he got eliminated. Oh, okay, before. yeah. So yeah, Fury was the last five, but yeah. So Rollins was fourth, and then Logan Paul got eliminated by um, Cody, and then Cody eliminated Gunter after, like I say, it was like a back and forth for ten minutes at least. It was. Yeah, I actually wonder as well with this. Um, there was like because the the finish was just a clothesline over the top rope. It was nothing spectacular. No, but there was a clothesline attempted about two minutes earlier where Gunter basically turned around and tried to throw himself over like and mm. they can't they kind of messed up and i think they were meant to go to the finish there and they kind Quite of messed possibly. up and just, and just carried on and because ba- they basically did the same finish just a couple of minutes later but yeah it's a fair point that I might mean, have happened it, it was a great um showing Th- these two i mean this is maybe excited for a future gunter cody match like yeah a the, proper these, these match, two yeah. yeah really enjoyed and again two people i would never have really pictured like as a I'm not in my head thinking, oh, Cody Gunter is one I'm looking forward to, but now I've seen it for for a few minutes. I'm I'm really excited for that down the line when Cody probably wins the title um, at some point. But Cody wins the Rumble and goes on to WrestleMania. There's only one person he can face, so we know a Mania match, really. Yeah, unless, yeah. unless, unless... the titles are split before, but we'll get to that when we talk about the main event bit, I guess. But yeah. So it's highly likely that it's Cody versus Roman. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Anything else to talk about on the the actual? No, I think we've covered the the big spots really. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, not to, you know we were kind of going through the rosters, um, thinking who was left off, and you're looking at people like Madcap Moss and Dexter Loomis as like Ziggler biggest... was the one I thought might be in it. Um, Ziggler, Ali, that they're probably the Stafford biggest. Ali, yeah. Uh, but I don't think there's, I say, I think there's literally two wasted spots in the Rumble. And I think the Street Profits, just for what they I did. I also think it, Elias might have been a bit of a wasted spot as well. But he, he did, did at least he get, did a guitar get shot. his guitar shot. Yeah, he at least did something. Um, I mean, we we did get a few, obviously, we got both New Day, both Profits, and both of Alpha Academy. So we did get tag six teams. spots taken up by tag teams. But I think the mm. New Day served the purpose. I think. Even Otis served the purpose. Gable was probably a bit, you know, he was just one of the guys brought throughout basically Gable. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I guess they all had some some sort of relevance in there. But I, I just think Dawkins and Ford were unfortunately just not really um, doing much. But but to to have two out of 30, which I think was wasted, is, is pretty good going because... yeah. Last year, I'm sure if you go back and listen to our review of last year's like Royal Rumble, Rumble, yeah, it was, yeah, it, it, it was all over the shop. Like, because I think we, we, I think you even said, Fisher, that you were worried about the Viking Raiders maybe coming in and fighting Drew and Sheamus for a point, yeah, and that would have been a bit of a waste after Viking yeah, Raiders yeah. in there. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I think overall a really well booked Rumble. Um, the, the only the only criticism I really got is it was too obvious, but yeah. It was also the right person to win. So, yeah, exactly. Sometimes not doing a swerve is the best option. <laughs> just yeah, for the sake I, of doing a swerve. I, I, I just wish in the build up they built up a few more people as potential yeah. winners where they didn't yeah. do that. They basically could order Or they kept Cody, Cody as a complete surprise if you could have him as number five. Yeah. And that's the thing that, that is, a, I guess, a talking point is having him at knowing you've got him at number 30 and knowing you're having him winning is just not mentioning him better off. Like, you know, it's, 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 I, I, that, that's why I thought he was entering early because they'd already announced yeah. him and, you know, you don't want to leave. You, your number 30 is like your big spot in the Rumble. 
we mm. see, when we get to the to the women's that there was a big return at number thirty there, and you know if we, if if we didn't know Cody was entering, there may have been murmurings of the Rock, and maybe that's why they didn't do it because they knew they didn't have the Rock for the Rumble. But yeah, good Rumble overall, I thought. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the the next match because I think this one divided opinion a lot. Um, Mm. which was the Mountain Dew pitch black match between Bray Wyatt and LA Knight. Seen this getting a lot of criticism, this match. I didn't mind it. I thought it was okay for what it was. I wasn't expecting an amazing match anyway. Um, Yeah. I thought the visual side of it was really cool. I thought Bray's mask and attire and everything looked great i thought the ring yeah. and the lighting it was okay like you could at least see something i was worried we wouldn't be able to see much and it wasn't terrible in terms of that the match itself was kind of average you had a table spot that was all right you had late night using a sort of glow stick kendo stick um and then it was just the sister abigail to win it was quite straightforward and obviously yeah. got the big angle after the match um where uncle howdy jumps off into LA Knight, but like wasn't particularly well executed um, no, there, there, by a there, mile. Yeah, there was quite clearly daylight between him and LA Knight, which is, you know, fair enough. You're not going to jump on him because that is a, 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 a pretty big height, but they didn't make it look very good. They didn't really cover it too well. Um, no. Like for me, this, this match was fine. I think they had to do it short because it was pitch black. And I just don't think you can have a, you know, 15, 20 minute match and that like that. I think it, people have got bored quite, quite quickly. I'd be interested to see what it was like for people um, in the arena. Because yeah, I've heard some it, different it, people that were there say stuff. On, yeah. Like, I mean, other shows. I, I think it looked good on TV because you could see like the intricacies of Bray Wyatt's um, mm. face paint or whatever he was wearing. And, you know, a lot of the, but I think a lot of it may have been missed if you're there, if you're sat high up or something, I just think you may not. Really well, obviously you've got a screen what's going you? on. So you'd see it on there, but yeah, I do think it wasn't necessarily the best live experience you could probably do. I, I, I think that's fair to say. Um, and I kind of want Bray Wyatt just to have a normal match with no gimmicks. And like, I don't mind a bit of street fight style, hardcore match, but no lighting, no like spooky Mr. Uncle Howdy sort of, I want him, I want him to have a normal one-on-one match at WrestleMania. And if they're going to do something spooky or like weird, make it cinematic. Cause I think then you can pre-record it and make it really good. Yeah. Um, But doing sort of a live in front of the crowd, match of this type it's like when he used to wrestle with the red light and that on it just i don't think it's the best live experience and even on tv it can come across a bit cringy um and yeah. i love bray Wyatt and his character but the matches aren't great it wasn't terrible but it wasn't amazing i'd say it was you know it, it was okay this um yeah it was. i don't think it was as bad as some people are saying but i also don't think it was like Amazing. It was basically an advertisement match for a new drink that Mountain Dew were making. Uh, yeah. yeah, That exactly. is the purpose of it. Yeah. And it reminds me of the zombies match, which was a zombie, an advert for a zombie film that had just come out. Yeah. Exactly, so they did a yeah. zombie match. And this was kind of like that, although it was a lot better than the zombie. At least there was those zombies at the end to eat LA yeah, Night that, Alive. It wasn't as bad as that, yeah. obviously. But um, yeah, it, 
it was uh, it was something i don't know it, it was added variety to the show i guess but yeah and in in a show where um these middle matches really felt like they didn't add much to the pay-per-view certainly the next one if okay. if you take both of these singles matches out between the rumbles i don't think the show loses anything really no. and again i'm a big literally Bray a buffer Wyatt. between i'm a big ellie knight fan when the big belair and alexa fan as well we'll get to that in a minute but they just didn't do much these matches no. um i guess this is a way to have bray wyatt because the spectacle of bray wyatt is better than his in-ring and you want to have the spectacle of Bray when you've got bray wyatt on your roster you want to have the spectacle of him there but you don't want him in the rumble probably because he's a hard person to book in a rumble i guess yeah especially if he's got all this weird uncle howdy stuff. i mean i don't even know how you go about bray wyatt in the rumble it's, it's it gets a bit confusing so unless he was just being bray wyatt like the yeah man. if he's just his normal self yeah, yeah but, not not in terms of what the story had yeah so this was a way to get him on the card without having him in the rumble or anywhere near a title picture and i guess la Knight, someone you can take out of the rumble who probably wouldn't have been a contender to win it anyway that doesn't yeah lose too much so i think that's probably why they did what they did but yeah i mean i don't hate the match i also don't love it i just think it was it was all right and i still i still stand that i think i'd have had an ellen Knight win if i was booking it but yeah i've got no problem so yeah on predictions wise it cost you uh, you and crusty big time yeah i know took a took a took a risk um Mm. but i don't regret it even after a result i'd still do the same thing again i'd still predict the same thing so Fair enough. I'm fine. fine with that. Um, yeah, so we've kind of already touched on it a bit, but Alexa Bliss and Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's title. Um, I mean, I don't have much to say on this one. This was just this could no, have been this, just, a, this could have been on a Raw. This, this had no talking points to it whatsoever, really. Um, I mean, it was a straightforward win for Belair. No, I wouldn't say there was too much jeopardy in there. I don't think Bliss hit a sister abigail i don't think she hit I she don't went think... for it she, she went, went for, for it, it. Which was part of the story i guess and i think amandable claw as well at one point but yeah i'm just looking it up and the match went seven minutes um which for a title match on a pay-per-view is pretty short um and you know, yeah i was gonna say the only obviously apart from the rumble but yeah the one women's title match on this on on the card is you'd probably want a bit more and i think the fact that we had both of these matches bray and alexa i thought there might be some way they try and join them i don't know how they would have done it but with uncle howdy um but again we got the after angle with alexa looking distraught and then uncle howdy on the i just want to pull the trigger on this alexa bliss stuff now because it feels like it's been teased too much about doing the sister abigail and like not actually doing much but yeah i think it needs to move on a little bit and the same with bray really like i know we're obviously kind of probably drags this story out to wrestlemania whatever happens um but yeah um yeah i'm i'm not too uh thrilled on alexa being definitely thrown back into this bray wyatt stuff no i I, I would rather she she just was alexa bliss but, so would I, but I think the issue with it is, is Alexa Bliss has come out and said several times that she, that's what she likes. Yeah. Um, and I think they're trying to let the talent sort of express themselves and, and do the characters and the sort of gimmicks that they want to do. And um, we've seen that a lot with the Triple H stuff, obviously turning LA Knight back, even like KO is like 
NXT KO, isn't he? Like prize fighter Kevin Owens, like even little things like that. Yeah. Um, so I think they're giving the talent a lot of say on their their you know their creativity in that sense. Yeah, so that's probably why they're heading this direction with Alexa Bliss. But yeah, there, there wasn't a lot to this match. Honestly, we might as well like move on. Bianca won. Yeah. Yeah, Bianca won. And that was yeah. it. And then you got the Uncle Howdy tease thing afterwards on the screen. And that was it. There was no interference in the actual match itself. Um, and yeah, it was just bang average. It could have been done on Raw. Yeah. Um, completely agree. So the women's Rumble match, again, they've decided to go back to back women's matches on, on the card, which was an interesting choice. Not Not really a criticism or a praise for them, but just just a, something to note. Um, I've got a question for you, though, but yep. before we get into the Women's Rumble. Do you know the four people to appear in every Women's Royal Rumble? Um, I can have a, I'll have a guess. Natalia yep. must be one. Natalia's one, yeah. She's always in them. Tamina? Tamina's Beth. another one, yep. Um, Dana Brooke? Dana Brooke's another one, so yep. I'm sure they mentioned it. on. Yeah, um, and it, there's one more. Um, it's appeared in every woman's rumble. Trying to think of the fourth one might be. It's got to be someone who's been Liv Morgan. Liv Morgan, yeah. Well done. You got all four without without any wrong answers. Yeah. Well, I know. I was thinking who hasn't really been like in the title scene. That's been in the rumble matches. Like Dana Brooke and Tamina are never in title matches, but they've always just thrown into the rumble. Obviously, Liv has had the title recently, but that was. This year, before like well, the end of last year, before wrestle, uh, before the Royal Rumble. So yeah, yeah. Um, and I knew she had the quickest ever elimination in a women's rumble until this match when that was record was beaten. It was, yeah. Um, so we opened with Liv herself and Rhea Ripley. Um, yeah. Interesting because we saw in the men's rumble one and two last a long well going to till the end, and even Sheamus was in the last eight ten. He was right he was towards yeah. the end of the Rumble. Um, and we saw that again here. I think they're actually the last two, weren't they? Yeah, they were the last Rhea two. Rhea and Liv, yeah. So they, you know, to, to book one and two strong in both Rumbles. Yeah, is... I, did, I did think that was made it look like there's no disadvantage for being number one, which is a little bit silly. And it was also heels that were doing it a lot of the, well, not Liv, but Gunther and Rhea. Yeah. Um, mm. I'd seen some criticism of that. I don't mind that much, but um, I think Rhea doing it and going to win from number one, if anyone's ever going to do it in a women's division, her right now makes the sense yeah. to do that. And and she's the first to ever do it yeah. um, in the women's. So, yeah, pretty, pretty good from her. Um, I mean, one thing just to say about this rumble, just as a, as a general um, point, is there wasn't too much... Um, Ledgers coming back for the sake of it, just to try and fill the roster. No, they used their own um, loads of NXT, roster. but this shows the work Triple H has done in terms of beefing out a women's division. Even if most of them are pretty irrelevant, yeah. Like, no offense. It's going to take time to be fab. That's the thing. It's going to take time for a lot of them to to get any popularity because they haven't. I mean, Tegan Knox and people like that. Like they just haven't. Yep had any main roster tv time so it's going to take time um and yeah it's a shame hardly any of them got reactions but um you know they i, I did think the nxc showings in this rumble were, were good which i liked i wish they had a couple of them in the men's i think they could have done with that um, yeah yeah I, I i usually like that so so roxanne perez was out at eight and did yeah 
pretty well. Not amazing. Not as good as the other NXT. No, but she, well, she looked one of the really good while she was in the match, I thought. Um, she did. Didn't come up with her belt, though. That's the only thing. I I, I don't know why she wasn't with her no, belt. No, Most um, others were with their belts. Um, in terms of the rest of the early entrance, there wasn't that much, apart from we got damage control. Um, yeah, so that damage control dominated a lot of the first half of this rumble. Yeah. That they, so, they were in, and I mean, Rhea as well, but they a lot of the eliminations. I think, actually, I think... They got Kota, seven between them, I think. Yeah, I think Dakota Kai and was joint with Rhea Ripley for most eliminations, even though a lot of Dakotas were joints just to. Yeah. Yeah. And in between in sort of uh, just after that as well, you had Natalia return and she got a really big pop. I did notice. Um, They really um, overdid, overdid the uh, Natalia Shader feuds that I'd forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. The camera stuck on those two for ages. I was like, what's what's going on here? Do these two dislike each other? Like it was quite funny. Yeah. Yeah, then you had Candice LeRae come out, who did absolutely nothing. Um, she yeah. was in there for five minutes, but just, she just did nothing. I mean, Shayna Baszler, she was at number five and didn't do a lot. And you just feel if, if Ronda was around, Shayna would have probably had a bigger role in this Rumble, but mm-hmm. was pretty yeah. irrelevant in the Rumble. Um, uh, Zoe Stark come out at 13, um, and she had a pretty good show in, actually. She was in there yeah. for 26 minutes. She didn't get any eliminations, but she lasted a long time, and she did some cool stuff while she was in there. Yeah. Yeah, she's out for a long time, yeah. Um, well, so I was in for a long time. Uh, and I think it probably all built up to Becky Lynch coming out at 15. Yeah, and that's where um, the damage control uh, domination end ended. Um, but yeah. Bailey did eliminate Becky Lynch. Yeah, early uh, in the Rumble. Yeah, 10 minutes she was in there. Um, yeah, I was expecting Becky to be there till like the last two or three. Yeah, and, and they did this with the men's one with Lesnar and Lashley as well, where they, they yeah. kind of got these big storylines. They put them in the middle of the Rumble and they had them eliminated quite quickly um, so that they didn't sort of take over. Because I guess because people thought, well, they're not winning because this storyline's heading in a different direction. We know kind of where they're heading. Uh, obviously, Becky did eliminate both Dakota and EO before. Bailey got her out. So that was all of them lot kind of gone. Um, yeah. Which kind of allowed, again, a little spell of sort of Rhea and Liv being the main two in the Rumble um, until... Yeah, we, we had uh, a little run of um, returns. So three out of four. I'm mm. trying to look who was number 19 to enter. Oh, Tamina. Tamina. So but <laughs> the three was around Tamina, you had mm. Asuka at 17. And who, that was awesome. But with her new face paint and shorter hair like yeah. just and looked... she got she got the biggest pop of any rumble entrant of the night men's yeah, event, yeah. i would well, say i yeah. think she, it she, was, got, she got a huge apart pop, from yeah. obviously the main event segment yeah she got the loudest reaction of anything all night i think and she got to obviously the final three uh yeah, showing kind of thinking she might win at one point and then yeah. I, even i started to believe it at one point as well and um, she had a chance and i would because i would love to see them run back asuka and charlotte but this time Asuka beats her at WrestleMania. Yeah, because Asuka, obviously that was Asuka a storyline where Charlotte under uh, beat Asuka's undefeated streak a few mm. years ago. You can run that back, but I know they're on different brands. But if they if she'd have won the Rumble, you could have gotten done that. Um, and that's yeah. what I would I would still like to see them do it. I don't know how they would do, would do it, but maybe. Yeah, and then you had uh, Piper Niven, not Dewdrop, return at eighteen. Yeah, that was cool. So just after Asuka, she looked good um, in this as well. Yeah, someone who actually I think I'd read in the build up to the Rumble that she had uh, like long form COVID or something and, w- and wasn't 
you know, in a good way. You know, that's why she'd been off TV for a while because of because of ill health. Yeah, so I wasn't expecting her at all in this rumble. So that was a and to so, have it, but also the, the the name change. Yeah, that was what was really cool. Yeah, so she, and she looked great as well. Like she'd never like she'd never gone. Like just didn't miss a beat at all. Piper Niven, brilliant. Um, then you got Tamina's um, stare down spot, which they do every year in, in, in the middle. Uh, I think this was, I think it was with Piper Niven uh, yeah. from memory. And then a, a, a genuine, I, I mean, I think, I think you would have predicted I expected this, this one, one because, um, but I, I'd, I was, I'd, I read, I'd read about a, a couple of weeks ago that she'd already signed and was waiting for creative. Yeah. Um, Chelsea green. Uh, and they seem to say that she was signed. It wasn't like a one-off appearance. They seem to make out. Well, I hope her, she is If it was a one-off appearance, what was the point? Because yeah, she was and, eliminated in yeah. um, five seconds. Yeah, the fastest ever. She w- runs in, Rhea throws her straight out the other side. And I think that's got to play in her character, right? Yeah. Uh, she, I saw like, some suggestions. Maybe she's going to turn into like the crazy character. She was an impact, maybe. She comes in as Chelsea and then this kind of, she keeps going like, maybe she loses her first match as well and then just turns mad. Um yeah, well, she, like her that. her kind of character was the hot mess. Um, yeah, in last in, time, last time I saw her, yeah. So, but not obviously not in. Um, that wasn't ever a character in WWE, so it'd be interesting to see where this goes. But I hope it goes somewhere, and that wasn't just them going. We don't know what to do with you, so we're just going to throw you out because otherwise, God, welcome back. Like it's going to be long for you. It's not going to be great for you if that's <laughs> the direction you're going. Yeah, but another member of women's roster and it wasn't the last return of this rumble um we got zelina vega dressed as yuri i think from street fighter yeah so she was those cool cosplays that was yeah and she lasted quite a while maybe because she was promoting a street fighter game yeah she got one elimination as well they kept her in good for her um, which was zaya her and they had like a little street fighter bit on the side oh yeah that That bit was cool yeah i didn't mind that didn't mind that at all. Uh, Michelle McCool, probably the next surprise entrant. Um, yeah, obviously she was sat in the crowd earlier in the night. It showed yeah, it was, it was in the, um, yeah. In the Bailey, it was during the Bailey Alexa Bliss match. Um, and then she just hopped over the barricade, uh, leaving her kids sat there. Um, yeah, I mean, just, she's been and in. She had quite a cool showing. She was lasted 13 minutes, got two eliminations, um, did a little yeah. Styles Clash. Looked oh, yeah. pretty good, I thought. Styles Clash, yeah. Um, and then there wasn't. Well, it was Indy Hartwell as well at 26. Oh, yeah. Indy Hartwell was the other one. The other she NXT didn't do much. Call up. I hope that's a permanent call up, Indy. Yeah. And then really, um, it was the last big thing was number 30. Yeah. This is a genuine, like, I am almost stunned by this yeah, one. This one actually did genuinely surprise me. I didn't Nia Jax is back in WWE. I, I, can't I don't know it. what to make of it, really, because yeah, she had her moments, but overall, she obviously there was quite a lot of controversies with like injuries of people and her character sometimes. Yeah, wrestling match wise, is she great? It's an odd one, but it is, and they it's... do need more women stars. And if built right, booked right, you can build her as like a monster heel. Yeah, so, and correct me if I'm wrong, but she hasn't done much, if any, wrestling since leaving WWE. So she's not like she's been kept in shape. I mean, who knows what she does outside of, you know, what's on TV. But I, I just had, hadn't heard of her being signed up by any other promotion in the meantime. So and she's been released for six months plus now, surely. So 
just just a surprise. I, I actually thought she was done with wrestling completely, Nia Jax. Yeah, um, I, I didn't think she'd be back in WWE. Um, especially under Triple H's he's not she didn't really come across as someone that Triple H would be interested in either. Um but you know, obviously he's he's seen a a reason to bring her back. So wonder what she's going to do. I mean, she could be potential. It wouldn't surprise me if she was potentially involved in a Mania match if she's been brought back. Because, yeah. Otherwise, why bother? I, I mean, it, I'm not saying I want that. I'm just saying I can see it happen. I mean, I, I'm. I said, I said to to you and Krusty on on uh, when we watched it that I think they need to start creating tag teams in the swimmers division because there's yeah. too many of these singles people with absolutely zero direction, and there's only two women's titles and. I think we can probably reel off the title matches for Mania. You're going to have Rhea v. Belair, and you're probably going to have Charlotte v. Asuka or Liv. Or, Liv, you know, Liv, maybe, Raquel, maybe. Probably uh, Raquel. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who knows if Ronda decides to come back. You're probably going to pair up Bailey and Becky. Yeah, and then potentially a tag title match, which could be Ronda and Shayna, but yeah, who knows? D- depends on Ronda. But so there's a lot of women doing not a lot. Uh, so I just think you and the tag the tag titles are there. Damage control are a, a, a decent decent champions. They're two decent superstars. So you know, just throw some teams together. Maybe you you know you throw Nia. Who she was before Shayna? Yeah. yeah. Or you have I think Nia and Tamina were a team. I think I actually saw them pictured uh, with the Bloodline yeah. later on. Yeah. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. So maybe you do a Nia. I maybe don't join the Bloodline. I've done a thought Nia Jackson the Bloodline, but no. you know, maybe you can have Nia and Tamina. Um, doing like a, some sort of tag team thing, like, you, you know who knows. But the tag division needs bolstering up, and the, the roster is now, I think, big enough. You can start creating three or four tag teams, and it'd be fine. So mm-hmm. I think that's what they they need to do. But I'm not upset with her being back because it's you know they do need more women's women of notable names. So yeah, in I that mean, sense I get it. But they, they had B Fab in this rumble who isn't. Really, a wrestle. We haven't seen a wrestle, really. So, yeah. like, and you know, free NXT call ups. Uh, you know, maybe that's not too many, but it's probably all right, actually. Um, but yeah, but a, a fairly decent rumble. And so, the ending you have the three Asuka, Liv, and Rhea, the final three, all on the apron. Um, yeah. Asuka spits the mist towards Rhea hits Liv in the yeah, eye. Rhea ducks, hits Liv. Yep. Um, but then Rhea and Asuka, Rhea has a little stumble spot where you think she's going to be eliminated, recovers yeah. from it, eliminates Asuka, and then does a cool little like throw out with her legs on Liv. That was a cool Yeah, thing. she's hanging, and you genuinely think, I don't know, she's going to be able to put herself back up here. And then she puts up and does a, um, you know, hurricane head sister type thing to get Liv out. So quite, quite a cool ending. And again, the right winner. I, I think Rhea Ripley yeah, again, was the obvious but not, choice. But not like... thing is, it's predictable good and good better than them just going, oh, here's a swerve, Nia Jax, oh, we'll have her win. Then everyone would have been in uproar. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, sometimes the right winner and the obvious winner is, is the right choice. Um, you know, and we had that, okay, we had it for both Rumbles, but... Um, we did. So both Rumbles, the winner was predictable. And also, even the entrances, it was 30 and 1 that won. Like... There, yeah. I, I, one shouldn't be predictable, but you know it's happened four times now in Rumble history, and I yeah. don't know about other numbers, but that's got to be right up there in terms of most entries to to win. Um, 
30, I think, is obviously close to as well. I, I think, think it's, it like I think it might 27 be or something. I think it's 27 and 30. Well, I yeah. saw in the build up to the Rumble with a top two, um, and we're joint top. So if 30 must have now overtaken, which I guess makes sense though, have 30 is the most obvious because it should yeah, be. Yeah, right? it, it, it should. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next year's Rumble, they can build up saying, well, 30's had the most wins ever. It's the most obvious number to win. And I get that. It should be. Yeah, it, it is. It's the spot you want to you have. It always when people say, I think it was Lacey said she was going to go in and throw 29 people over the top ropes. Like, well, you don't need to. You don't you need to throw one over to win the Rumble. You don't need to throw 29 over. But, they all yeah. say that, though, don't they? I oh, know. That's just, just one of the things that winds me up when people say that. But yeah, um, those two Rumbles overall, pretty solid. Much better than last year's, particularly yep. the men's. Um, and I don't know which one I preferred overall. They were both good. Um <sighs> Uh, yeah, it's hard I to mean, say. I think they both had the like some good threads throughout, some good stories built in. Not as ma- not massive surprises, but obviously the women's had a couple which might yeah, put it on the edge. The thing is, the men's was more star-studded, just because there's yeah. more there's more top men than there is top women. The way they book things, and also it set up a lot of mania stuff, whereas the women's didn't really. No, not and, too and, much. And, and because women only get two, three, four matches max on Mania. So they can only, whereas men have, you know, 10, 11 matches on Mania. So th- yeah. there's just, there's just more room to set up men's matches. So I, I think the men's, but then well, the women's had genuine shocks. Like I wasn't expecting Chelsea Green or Nia Jax. Um, so, yeah. And that's one of the best things about a rumble is the shocks of who's going to turn up. Whereas the men's didn't really have any, um, no, Logan Paul really. was a wild surprise because I thought he was injured. Like Booker T Ed- was obviously a bit of a surprise, but Edge was fairly predictable. I, yeah. I, I think I wasn't shocked by Edge being in it at all. Um, so yeah. yeah, there wasn't a lot in there, but you know, it depends what you want the Rumble to be. If you like massive surprises, then it wasn't great. But it was probably wasn't the Rumble for you. If you like it being story driven, good wrestling, the roster being used well, then it it had that certainly. Yeah, I I, I will say. Both rosters, men and women's, were used well in these rumbles. Overall, I, yeah. I, I think they did a great job with who they chose in the rumble as a general rule. You know, so I, 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 I think both were good. Um, yeah. But we should move on to the main event. Yeah. Um, well, just before we do move on to the main event, there was one other little segment in the ring that they did, which was oh, a concert Hardy. by Hardy. Uh, mm. Just one sentence. What are your thoughts? Um I, I don't really care about yeah, Hardy. It was bad. It was bad. That was that was all I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, it, no, it, it, it wasn't good, and I've I, I don't think I you know the show would have been better if it, if it wasn't on there. Yeah, it would have. Have another five minutes of Belair and Bliss and make that match good, and then take that away. That's, yeah, but I, I guess they have to have him on there if he's writing the music and stuff. They they've done it before. These I get concerts, it, but it? I get it, but just yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, right, your main event then, Simon. This, I mean, we've been going a little while, probably nearly an hour. I could probably spend two hours just talking about this angle. Um, and well, I know, the match well, angle, but the, the match itself. Uh, I mean, I, straight, straight up, the, the match being on last, which I think you kind of thought. Yeah, might I saw the night before that it was. Yeah, you know, rumored that that, that was going to happen. We're then anticipating. Probably the rock for, for this to go on yeah. last. You're thinking something, or well, I knew something huge was happening. And happening I thought, well, it's either going to be the rock or the bloodline storyline is going to be then, like, great. The video package before the match, it was like first chapter, middle of the story, yeah, and then final, final chapter. chapter is tonight. Yeah. So that made me think, well, this is the end of Sammy, like 
that that's what's happening tonight. They're they're ending this yeah. Sami Zayn because all of the video package was about Sami Zayn, not about Kevin Owens. Really, he was in there, but it was basically Sami Zayn's storyline progression. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, Interestingly, for a match that doesn't involve Sami Zayn, that's what this match was all about. Yeah. Interestingly, and the match itself was very good. I thought very. And, good and interestingly, even from the start, Usos and Solo Sokoa didn't come out with Roman, but Sami Zayn did, just to add to that intrigue yeah. on the entrance. Um, and the match was really good. Sami's facial reactions were superb. But what I loved as well was you had Heyman watching Sami on the outside. Yeah. So like everything Sami's doing is under the microscope. Like Heyman's watching like a. Hawk, like Reigns keeps che- like looking over, check on him. Um, yeah, just just brilliant. You get your standard ref bump in a Roman Reigns title match. This tends to happen a lot. It's not really a yeah, and, and a low blow as well. He does yeah. that a lot. That that's low. kind of become a commonplace in Roman's matches. And it, it was kind of predictable, but yeah, you know. there's a point where Sammy he asks for Sammy to throw a chair in. Sammy hesitates, probably just long mm. enough for the ref to get up. Yeah, Sammy was well uh, done. A stunner from KO and a kick yeah. out. I know we had him going through the barricade. We had him smashed against the steps. He took some oh, big those, bumps. Those moves on the steps, the back of his head was, they were horrific. You can't really uh, protect yourself from, from those. From, I'm, you know, I'm sure there's a way they did, but it yeah. just looked like there was no way you can stop your head hitting that step there. Yeah, just, I, I, did, I think he put his arms out a bit, but yeah, it's it looks savage. Um, it just looked brutal. And this match was it was really, really good, as you'd expect from a Roman Reigns-Kevin Owens match. Quite a lot of um, decent near falls from both ends. There's a few times yep. I think Roman hit a couple of spears and KO kept kicking out. Kicked out, like, yeah. It did take a lot on? to beat KO. They didn't have him just beaten like yeah. the Bray and the, the Bray and the um, Bianca matches. It was just like the finisher came yeah, out, yeah, like, yeah, one finisher, finish, and that was done. it. Yeah. It was here we had barricades, we had steps, we had finisher kickouts. We had a lot to beat KO. Um, and he also got a visual pin on Roman with the ref down where he would have got a free count. So yep. he's got a legitimate case for... Another Tartan match, really. Um, I don't think we're going to get that, of course. Um, but because yeah. <laughs> KO took a beating after and then, this match. yeah, so let's get to the <laughs> let's get to it because we're, we're, the match was great. Yeah, in itself, Roman wins. The match went about twenty minutes, but when the ma- when that had ended, we knew obviously not watching it live, watching it the next morning, there was about 15, 20 minutes left of the show, so we knew that we were getting a big spicy angle after the match. Um, and we got what I've seen some people say was the greatest close to a pay-per-view of all time. I don't know if I'd quite go that far, but it was certainly an incredible segment. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal. Um, just the beat down of Kevin Owens, the Usos and Solo come out. Um, yeah. Just Beating up, you know, I think they all hit their finishers on him. The super kicks galore. There's oh, yeah, handcuffing to the ropes. Yeah, then um, the handcuffs came out. And um, then and then we get the Roman going to hit him. I mean, they do the thing in the corner with the chair as well, didn't they? Uh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the thing it's, it's kind of a long build-up. And the whole time, again, if you just watch this back and just watch Sami Zayn, he is getting, he's very uncomfortable. And he try, he, he like hesitates to step in a few times but doesn't yeah. do it he's just he goes to sort of tap playing. Roman on the shoulder but doesn't do it yeah he's very good and then obviously it gets to the point where KO is but could literally barely move he's but he's, he's, he's he essentially looks almost dead he's handcuffed to the ropes and mm. 
uh, Roman wields the steel chair and Sami Zayn finally decides to jump in between them. Um, and what's really, what I really like about this bit is Sammy's essentially saying, Roman, you don't need, this is, you know, this is beneath you. You don't need to do this. And then you hit, you see Roman kind of thinking, he's like, you're right. It is beneath me. So you do it. Yeah. It's like, it almost oh, like, yeah, brilliant. That makes it so good because he's like, well, yeah, it's probably beneath me, but not, it's not beneath you. Cause you know, you're yeah. lower than me. And then Sammy thinks about it. And then what we got was a brilliant, um, shot of the chair and because it it was very similar to the shield um, when Roman got hit by Rollins the way it looked and the way Roman sold it and fell down to his knees so it was a callback to that as well um, yeah. and it was just beautiful and the crowd reaction when Sammy hits that chair I watched it back because we, we watched it mm. we were so involved I wasn't really paying that much attention to the crowd we didn't have the volume up that high I but watched I the clip back stunned. and honestly yeah. the crowd reaction is mental and mm-hmm. that was great. And then the, the bit that comes afterwards makes this even better and even more intriguing because obviously Roman then loses his mind. He's saying, get him. And then Solo and Jimmy are beating him up. Roman beats yep. him up. KO's just out of it watching, but not really watching because he's out of it. But he's just led there. Yeah. And then they try and get Jay, who's just stood in the corner. Yeah, so I, I remember saying at the time, I was like, Jay's not getting involved here. This is no. only Jimmy and Solo. What was interesting is he wasn't stopping them. Yeah. He also wasn't helping them. He, just, it was, he, he was just, conflicted. Yeah. Yeah, that's the word that was, that was That was the thing. He wasn't going, Roman, like taking the chair off Roman, like, I'm, I'm going to hit you with it. Mm. But he also wasn't like helping at all. And then when they get him to try and help, he just rolls out of the ring and he's, he's basically crying. Yeah. Uh, really good acting walks to the back uh, and Roman's just like, can't believe it. Jimmy, you know, where does this leave the Usos? It, th- this is so good because you can go so many, di- I've seen so many suggestions. So many questions. Uh, yeah. And I mean, there are so many things you can do it and it, it was so good and so well done. Um, and yeah, I loved all of this. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Phenomenal. And I think now there's so many different strands to, the fallout from this you've mm. obviously got Sami Zayn what's happening Sami Zayn now is Sami Zayn facing Roman in what well, yeah uh, chamber is he going to enter the chamber to try and face Roman is he gonna you know team with KO and go for the tag titles I mean all of those things could happen you know but th- th- there's three quite obvious avenues for Sami Zayn right now he could win the chamber in Montreal he could lose Roman in Montreal or he could do like an option C where he takes on Solo and Jimmy. And if he wins, then he goes for the tag title. So, you know, there's, there's a tag title. Route yeah. Because well. it depends as well on the jet on, on Jay. Like yeah. it's going to be so interesting these next few weeks to see how that storyline between Jay and the bloodline unfolds. He posted on Instagram last night saying, run it back with a picture of him and Roman. Um, yeah, and then like, I'm, saying, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. That's, no, that's, I don't believe thick. him. I don't believe him. But I, I believe him in uh, what, what I mean by that is I don't necessarily, in this moment, I think he, that that's probably what the character is thinking. <laughs> but I don't think that's the direction it'll end up being. Um, I think we'll see. I don't know what segments they've got planned for Raw tonight, if they're going to be on Raw at all, but um, yeah. I don't think they'll do a lot on Raw because I think to Raw will be Cody's night 
to cut a promo yeah. and, and 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 all that about WrestleMania. And really, Sammy and KO should sell these injuries, particularly KO. So I don't maybe expect them to be on the TV shows this week. But you can have the bloodline on SmackDown on Friday, minus Jay, who yeah. is at yeah. home. I don't want to see Jay just in with the bloodline again no, on Friday. No, not certainly not yeah, this yeah. week. And then you can build it up. Maybe he returns the week after. He and maybe Sammy does as well. And you can do a thing where like they're not friends, but they're not enemies. And then well, you. Jimmy does. Jay just kind of keeps himself to himself. Doesn't want to get involved. And then when it comes to elimination chamber, is when he has to make a sort of a decision. Does he go with his friend or does he go with his family? And ultimately, he, I think he's choosing his family in the long term. But I think we're going to get. And what's interesting as well is because we've got that SmackDown tag team tournament in between. Yeah, do they defend the tag titles? team title match coming up? Yeah. yeah. Do they do? Does Jimmy defend the title? Does does uh, Solo step in? You know, there's so many questions that need to be answered. Yeah, I know. And I think the 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 J factor has made this whole story just that like extra level of like just so much more interesting because Jay is the one who betray- who was against Roman Reigns from the start. Like if you if you're going back to the start of all of this story, Jay is against Roman. Jimmy's never really been against Roman. He kind of fell in line straight away. Solo's always been in line. Paul Heyman, okay, he flirted with Brock a bit, but he's basically always been in line. Jay was fully against Roman at the start. And the story of Sammy, up until this Rumble build, has been Sammy and Jay. And they have gone from Jay being anti-Sammy to, to the point of like when everyone else liked Sammy, Jay was the one against him. Yeah. And they've gone all the way now where Jay basically said he loves Sammy and they're, they're, they're brothers. Um, and for, I, I obviously I, I, I'm not saying he's definitely leaving the bloodline. I, I re, honestly, they, they could go loads of ways with this, but that's the interesting part for me right now is Jay Uso. That's become more interesting almost than Sami Zayn right now because yeah. I've got I've got no idea what Jay Uso is doing. And like you say, they've got a tag titles around the corner. They're double tag champs. They've got, um, yeah, you know, you, you you could do you could set up Jay and Sami as a tag team. That's like a weird tag team alliance that forms from all of this. You could do you you could you, you could run back Jay and Roman again. Um, probably not for Mania, but you know, if you haven't got anything better for for if you can't get the Rock, why not run back Jay and Roman at Mania? I mean, who knows? It's just incredible, it's very intriguing. And I, I I definitely think KO should not be involved until the Chamber. So if I was booking it, I would have KO return at Liberation Chamber and save Sammy in some way. Whether yeah. that's whether that's they do Sammy and Roman and then they attack Sammy after the match and KO comes down and saves Sammy. Whether and then you can have Jay involved in that as well. Like yeah, maybe you know Roman beats Sammy, goes to attack Sammy, KO comes down to save Sammy, but then Jay Uso takes out KO and that sets yeah. up KO and Sammy versus the Usos. Yeah, you, then you've got that you, your WrestleMania match, which. I think is the direction they should go in. It's very interesting without tag titles in the meantime, because yeah, the finals on, well, what I was Friday. thinking you could do is Braun Strowman and Ricochet, I think are going to win that right now. They've been yeah. added into it. Yeah, you could potentially because KO is on raw. 
and Sammy's on SmackDown. You need to sort of get them on the same brand, really. If they're going to go for the tag titles at, at um, WrestleMania, I think mm. you could have the dissension between Jimmy and Jay that gets so bad that it costs them the SmackDown tag titles and Braun and Ricochet win them, win the SmackDown tag titles, mm. which they can defend against, at WrestleMania against like Imperium or the Gardo yeah. or a multi-man match of some sort. Which is cool because it gives Strowman and Ricochet something to do, right? And I yeah. think they deserve to be on the card. Um, and then what you could do is because Roman is so done with Sammy, he's like, I'd never sit- want to see you on this brand again. Like after yeah. after Elimination Chamber, he's like, if I if you lose to me, I never want to see you again on SmackDown. Yeah, which I can imagine Roman's character doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Seems and that means that Sammy leaves SmackDown and goes to a Raw. And then you have Raw, uh, say uh, Sammy and KO versus the Usos for the Raw tag belts, and they win the Raw Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. That yeah. is the direction I can see it. The dilemma is, of course, Sammy's got so popular now. A lot of people have said he needs to be facing Roman one on one in at Mania, and I get it. But you yeah. can't have him and Cody both face Roman one on one because you can't have one of them beat Roman on night one, and then Roman be not unbeaten going into the second match i know you've made that you made that point when yeah we i i i think realistically you have to do well maybe you don't have to i was gonna say you should you should that's the way you should do cody on night two because he's won the rumble yeah he's the guy you've put your eggs in the egg, eggs in the basket for your next world champion that's quite obvious yeah the so closing you, shot of mania should be yeah, cody, cody Rhodes. And or at least other, one of the belts up if you don't split them. Yeah, that's the other big thing about all this as well, by the way, is how do they build Cody and Roman? Because there is no story there other no. than Cody the, wants the to Cody be world champion. The Cody is, the Cody wants champion. to be world champion. Cody, Roman Reigns has never once mentioned Cody Rhodes. Yeah, they've got, they've got interactions and they've got to do that alongside all of this stuff we're talking about with the bloodline, which is like basically going to take up all of your time. So I, I, that's, the Cody angle with all of this is really interesting, how, how, how they build because they're going to have to build Cody and Roman like as the biggest title match possible. Really, that's what I think. They'll they won't do loads about it until after elimination chamber. Obviously, they'll have Cody cut promos about winning the Rumble. I don't think he'll wrestle because I don't think they want to risk him. And then they'll they'll sort of keep it on hold a little bit. They'll keep Cody doing something, keep him on the shows. Give they might have him interact. Shoot. They might have him interact once, maybe. Um, until Elimination Chamber, then that last few weeks from Elimination to Chamber to Rumble, they'll throw everything at Cody and Roman and they'll mm. split off the two feuds if that's where they go. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're in a position now where I think, well, I don't think, I'm pretty sure Sammy's the preferred fan's choice over Cody if they could choose he, one person he is, to face I think. Roman. And that, that's the dilemma they got. Do they change their plans? Because the rumoured planned main event for... Elimination Chamber is Sammy v Roman, but you can't do that again at Mania if you're doing it at Chamber. So, yeah, do you just have the match? I mean, the match. I'm looking forward to that match in Montreal if they do it because the crowd is going to be mental. The mm. story is going to be great. Obviously, Sammy's going to lose, but like, can you imagine? I mean, we, we, we be? yeah, we were speculating um, straight after watching the Rumble that they could even do like a Bloodline Elimination Chamber. Because there's six of them with Sammy yeah, Zayn. Yeah, funny enough, when Krusty suggested that, I heard someone else say yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Too... I don't know how you have Roman Reigns well, that's not, the thing. not win for one. And then what do you do? Like, 
Like you can't do it for the title, surely. Like what how do you do yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, I think there is a scenario somewhere where you have an elimination chamber where basically if Sammy wins, he faces Roman at Mania and you throw in Solo, Jimmy, and then like some other contenders like Drush, uh, you know, whoever. It doesn't really matter the other spots. Uh, basically he Roman makes sure that Solo and Jimmy and maybe Jay by that point if Jay's back with the bloodline maybe throw Jay in there anyway and see what Jay does in that scenario and just say okay Sammy or Jay whichever one wins maybe they they do something where you can face Roman at Mania and Roman just sends in his his solo and Jimmy to to stop it happening I mean there's honestly there's a hundred different ways they could do stuff I mean I've heard stuff about a six-man tag of KO Sammy and Jay versus Simi Solo, Jimmy, and Roman, at, like at um, Elimination Chamber. Yeah, there's so many different directions, and that's what makes it so interesting. And I'm sure we're gonna maybe we'll do a pod where we book the WrestleMania card. Um, I know we wanted to do that before the Rumble, ideally, and we didn't get around to doing it. But yeah. I think now there's a clearer picture. I think we. Can... I don't think the Rumble's changed too much, man. I think I, we would have both said Rhea v Bianca and Roman v um, Cody. I think we'd have both said that before the Rumble. So I don't think the Rumble winners have uh, necessarily changed what we would have initially said. But yeah, I think it'd be interesting to go through because we are on the road to WrestleMania now. We are we are basically there. And it's just, this is the best time of year for any wrestling fan, any WWE fan. It's just, I love this time of year. Mania onwards is just... Every show is great, and I cannot wait for Monday Night Raw tonight. I literally no. cannot, cannot wait for it. Even if there's no bloodline stuff on it, I still can't wait because I want to see what Cody does and uh, Rhea. Like, there's so much, so much going on right now. It's just incredible. And like, I, I think I sent um, you and Chris earlier. Like, someone's put together like a kind of what seems like a logical Mania card, given of what we've got so yes. far. And, and it, it's, it it's phenomenal. You've got it's a good like, card. Like Ravy Dominic's like the sixth, seventh best match on the card. Oh, and that, even, yeah, I'd say. And, 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 that, and that is huge, really. Ravy Dominic. That is huge. Father yeah. v son. Like it's incredible. Yeah, it's just yeah. What 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 a time. Yeah, it would be uh that would be a really good card. I just can't wait for WrestleMania. Yeah, but I, I guess we've kind of maybe we've had our overall thoughts of the Rumble, but I think it was a good, a very good show. Very good show. Almost all of the results were predictable, and I think that's proven by our our predictions league, where I think we had six or seven people joint with 100% records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. Right. There, there was seven people, I think, at the yeah. top um, with... 100%. It was, I mean, that shows that the show was quite predictable, but still, you know, there was only five matches on the card. So it's probably not that difficult to get five out of five, especially when one, Roman Reigns is in one of them as well. Like, really, it was so obvious he was, he was never losing. So it's interesting though, because I think last year, I don't think anyone got the Rumble winners or very few people did. I, I know I didn't get any Rumble winners last year. Uh, so for so many of us to get the Rumble winners, like, again, shows how obvious it was, but. Let's see, I don't think that ruins the show much. I still think the show was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I think the show, the only down points of the show were those two sort of matches in the middle that weren't, didn't deliver as, as they could have been. Kind of let the show down a little bit, but I think overall it was still a really, really good show. Um, not perfect, but pretty, 
pretty good and sets up a, a, a very intriguing WrestleMania card where I think WrestleMania yeah. will be an amazing show. Um, with no real, like, there might be one or two matches we don't care about, but I think we're going to be invested in so much of the card. That's the good thing. I don't think, because sometimes it, the big match, there's last year it felt like they put so much effort into Brock and Roman, a little bit of effort into Sasha and, um, not Sasha, sorry, Becky and Bianca, a couple of other matches that had okay feuds, but really, really, it was like that much Stone Cold and K, which wasn't really a match. Well, the thing is, Seth and Cody didn't have a build. Yeah. It was it was the anticipation of it being Cody. Stone Cold and KO didn't have a build, and it was meant to be the KO show. You had Sami Zayn mm. feuding with Johnny Knoxville. You had yes. which was entertaining when it came, but like you didn't know what to expect. You had what else did you have? You know, it was kind of there were some good matches on the card, but it wasn't there was no matches where you're like, wow. I remember AJ and Edge actually one was one where I was like, that's gonna be amazing. Um other than that, there wasn't a lot of matches where I was like, wow. Like, whereas this, I think we're going to be so invested in Lashley and Lesnar. Whatever Sami Zayn does, whether he's in a match of Roman or a tag match, the Roman code, whatever Cody's doing, Rhea Ripley's match, I think, is going to be huge. I think Bray Wyatt's match is very intriguing. If Ray and Dom does happen, that's massive. Like yeah. you said, I think Gunter against Drew, if they go down that road, or Gunter Drew Sheamus will be... yeah. An incredible wrestling match that everyone... The feud doesn't have to be exciting. When they get in the ring and the bell rings, that's going to be a match for the year contender. I just know it. So yeah. there's so much there that I'm looking forward to. And that's most... A lot of that has been either set up in this rumble or you know who's coming, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Just, yeah. Good. I think that's probably about, about yeah. it for now. So... Obviously, so. thanks to those who predicted. Um, carry on if you if you didn't do that well this time. Hopefully, do well next time. Apart from you and Krusty, obviously. So it's basically, but it's basically me and Krusty were at the bottom this time. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. giving you a head start. And um, yeah, follow us on Twitter at Recharge Wrestle. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube if you're listening to us on a podcast. And um, we'll hopefully be back on Thursday for our normal weekly show. And um, yeah, I look forward to reviewing the aftermath of Rumble, uh, seeing what happens on Raw tonight and talking about that, potentially. We might be start thinking about our Mania card because we probably won't talk too much about SmackDown because that was before the Rumble. So we yeah. might have a shorter pod, WWE-wise, if it's just Raw. So we might have some, maybe an ex- something different. Who knows? Yeah, definitely. I think about. But yeah, we will uh, see you Thursday, guys. Goodbye. 